0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Best Supporting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating and dissecting the performances of our favorite Best Supporting Actresses. My name is Nick Chanov, and my colors are blush and bashful.
1: (laughs) And my name is Colin Drucker, and would you call that color grape or aubergine? (laughs) (laughs) No one gives a damn about that grape shit. (laughs) Oh. That scene, I was like, well, now I know why Nick loves this movie. <laughs> oh, I mean, I have a separate category alone for Clary
0: and Weezer, just like quotes. And just butt shots in a locker room.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I let's mean, not, let's, first things first yeah, here. Let's not forget that Steel Magnolias <laughs> is made for women and men named Steve, Mark, or Rick with track lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't remember them. I have it down here, but
0: um, it's great. It's uh, great. Yeah, so we're here to talk uh, today about, if you haven't guessed, of course, uh, uh, the women of Steel Magnolias. I guess we'll frame it in that lens. And it really is about the women
1: Yeah. Oh, in this movie. It is so much about the women. It is, mm-hmm. um, I feel like this is, yeah, this is a, a thing we want to do often is just celebrating the women of something. We've obviously already done this with Schitt's Creek. And yeah. um, Steel Magnolias is kind of a perfect the bsas of oh. they all are bsas just right off the bat yeah i mean i just wish the 1990 oscars
0: just had all five of these women mm. in the bsa <laughs> oh just <laughs> and some alternate universe that's that's my truth yeah
1: well i mean not for nothing at the very least this is relevant to the theme of the show because julia roberts was nominated for an oscar i know that's and true won the golden globe really She won the Golden Globe for best supporting actress and <laughs> Sally Field was nominated for best actress Golden Globe. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't I just looked up those stats earlier too. I must have been
0: like sleeping here. I I saw cuz I wanted to see just that like mm-hmm. who was anyone else from this and strangely enough Shirley MacLaine was nominated for a BAFTA.
1: Yeah. She got nominated for a BAFTA. Which is just wild. That right?
0: wild that she was nominated. It's just I I plan on having an in-depth sort of discussion which I will pose of like who should have been nominated, who mm-hmm. could have been nominated, why do you think Julia Roberts was nominated? So just just marinate on that and and we'll open it up later, I guess. Yeah.
1: That. Yeah, that's a great question because I think that's that's kind of what's interesting about this movie is really asking the question of well, if you were to look at this like multiple best actress and best supporting actress roles, yeah. and you could only nominate one or two, who would you who would get picked and yes and why did the ones who get nominated win or get nominated yeah yeah I it's probably I mean at that point too because I
0: mean I feel like sure all of these women were sort of I don't want to say at the height of their fame but I would say they're all well known I mean Dolly Parton Jesus yeah and I feel like Daryl Hannah was like really popular in the 80s and 90s Um, it was Julia Roberts like second movie she did Mystic Pizza and then she did this I hope I'm right with that but I think I
1: read correctly when i was doing my research um yeah i think what was i was gonna say i think julia roberts i think you're correct that she did mystic pizza first and then daryl hannah i think maybe she had just done or was about to do splash ooh, and that was like the big one for her but i know that she had been in a couple other things i think earlier than that so it wasn't like her first movie i think she was in like blade runner so she had had a career before this scrolling back seeing if i'm yes she had a Nice. Oh, yeah. Daryl Hannah actually had a pretty good career or a pretty sort of up and coming career. She had been in Splash yeah. in '84, in Blade Runner in '82. She was in the Clan of the Cave Bear, which I think bombed. Um, Legal Eagles, Roxanne, Wall Street, Crimes and Misdemeanors, and Steel Magnolias came out the same year. Oh, she was uncredited for Crimes and Misdemeanors. Excuse me. Oh. But yeah, so I think Julia Roberts was like, you to talk about like the newcomer you know, nomination that happens for best supporting actress. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'll take that. Like the Amy Adams June bug award. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like that's part of why not to jump right to that part of the conversation, but part of her nomination was she was the newcomer who had like, you know, just exploded on the scene in mystic pizza. Yeah. I think it's sort of like,
0: even though she didn't win, it's kind of like that Jennifer Lawrence energy. Mm -hmm. It's just like, uh, which I love. I mean, I was, you know, I was three years old when this movie came out. So mm. uh, it's, it's definitely, and I, I, this is kind of leading up to my next question,
1: actually. When was the first time you saw this movie, Colin? Was it, have you seen it before? What's your relationship? The viewing that I did for this episode is the first time I've seen Steel Magnolias in fall. <gasps> Previously wow. to that, I'd only oh. ever seen like it would air on like TNT or TBS of on like, course. a weekend afternoon. And so I would see whatever happened before during the last couple commercial breaks. So I think uh, it's weird because I always thought the drink your juice Shelby scene was towards the end of the movie because I thought, Oh, she's getting sick.
0: And that makes so sense. I that didn't sense. realize that yeah. it was
1: early on. And then I had seen kind of everything from like when she, like from Halloween on I had seen. So I knew the cemetery scene, of course. Um, huh. But I, yeah, I had not really fully appreciated or Really, you know, soft steel magnolias in full bloom until this morning. Yes, ugh,
0: I I kind of love that though, because um, there's nothing. I'm just excited for you. I did I did an episode of. The no good, very bad gay was like a reverse bad gay, which is not a sex position. Uh, <laughs> reverse I say that bad on the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, reverse bad gay. It's where I was the sort of informed one for a chance, uh, for a change. Excuse me. And Keon had never seen it and not known really anything about it. Mm-hmm. So we kind of met in the middle and discussed it. But what are your takeaways from what maybe you thought um, performances that you enjoyed to kind of just start this out?
1: Yeah, I. You know, one of the thoughts that I had is towards the end of it, I think there had been, maybe it was really actually the scene when, is more towards the middle, I guess, when Julia Roberts, when Shelby tells her mother that she's pregnant. Oh, yes. And it just made me think about how Steel Magnolias has always been in the in the category of, of chick flicks. You know, like it's yeah. always been, if you were to think of that expression, Steel Magnolias, Terms of Endearment, these get named really early on. And- of course, what I've come to realize is that is things labeled "quote unquote" chick flicks are like right up my alley. Things I love, and oh, yeah, so I started thinking about Steel Magnolias in the context of a chick flick, and I use that with big air quotes. But being stories about women, you know, scenes that are just mostly women, scenes that are are appealing to um, you know a more emotional narrative, more sentiment, maybe some melodrama, jerking some tears, all of that, and I think the conclusion from all of that could be, Oh, that those movies are kind of manipulative or shallow, or they're just kind of there, you know, to make mom feel good while she's ironing, you know? And yeah, I definitely think that steel Magnolias is so much more than that. And my takeaway from it was just like these, these diverse female characters. Like that was, what was exciting was they were diverse female characters and, not only like different women's stories, because I feel like Malin is a really interesting story of a woman. And I think that Truvi is a really interesting story of a type of woman, but yeah. like, I think also in terms of like roles for women, I'm thinking of like the story and I'm thinking of like meta of the movie itself and these roles for women. And I know it was a play first, but yeah. these are such great roles for women. Like they each Like, to get this, if someone, if the casting agent was like, hey, we want you for Clary or Weezer or whatever, it's like, oh, my God, who wouldn't say yes to this? This is like a goldmine of acting opportunities. And so this was such a great showcase if you like watching women act. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, it's... I'm trying to think of other
0: roles like this um, that when you're offered, like in theater or just like if they, I mean, they're doing remakes all the time with every movie, too. Mm-hmm. But like, like uh West Side Story, like who wouldn't want to play Anita? Right. Like when you get that call, like, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that is, like, I want the that. pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think like, go, go you it.
1: know, like when people do, you know, remakes of like there've been so many remakes of A Streetcar Named Desire. And I think Blanche yeah. DuBois is like, oh. What oh, a, yeah. You know, like what a great opportunity to do to, you know, get to do everything, you know. And yeah. George and Martha. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. specifically Martha or even Honey. I yeah. Mean, let's not forget Honey. Not, yeah. Not for nothing. You could miss Honey. Yeah. You could win an Oscar for that work. So, I, know. Jesus. I mean, I think it's funny. I mean, I feel like Shirley MacLaine often has these roles because I think her role in terms of endearment, it's very similar where it's like, Ugh what a killer role. What a great role in a movie. Who wouldn't want this role? Yeah.
0: You know? I mean, I really have been thinking all my life really about who is my favorite of the five. Like mm. who do I connect with the most? And I, I feel like I'm what's her face on the serial podcast. I, d- I still don't have an answer. And that last episode when she didn't know who did it. Oh, see a <laughs> spoiler
1: alert. No, I mean, I've, that's not a spoiler. For me, I know that's but, true. That's
0: true. Um, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Sarah Koenig. Is that what you're, is that the realness? <laughs> yeah. You're giving yeah. Um, yeah, I might. I'll say it at the end. I feel maybe in like it'll be in replace of our the moment they want it. So right then. is is the is
1: the magnolia with which you most ooh. align. My favorite magnolia. My favorite yes. magnolia. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think it switched throughout the movie. I loved yeah. each of them the most at different points. You know. Oh, I love that too. That's mm-hmm. like a great. Ooh, that's like an even better
0: game. Yeah, right. There's so many. So much to, d- I, I have so much to say right
1: now. I'm just trying to like control myself, <laughs> <You> <laughs> control just... my thoughts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 well, I should ask you the same question because of yeah. course you are quite the fan of Steel Magnolias. Yeah. Um, what is your history with this movie? When's the first time you saw it? I think I, I,
0: cause I was listening to bits of the, the no good, very bad gay episode on this too. And I don't think I have a specific pinpoint. Like I don't remember who showed it to me. I, I, Maybe my mother, possibly. Like it might have been on TV and she said, Oh, steal magnolias or something like that. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a give it a whirl. And you know, for any teenage gay boy growing up in the suburbs of anywhere, uh, it was everything I ever wanted. These women were just like I knew these women. I, I think I said this to um uh I was on an episode of The Sewers of Paris and I talked mm-hmm. about steel magnolias too. You can look that up if you want. Um, but it's like, I wasn't raised in the South, but there are parts of Pittsburgh or at least the surrounding area of Pittsburgh and Southern Pittsburgh that are, that are are that have that flair. And my mom used to go to the salon all the time and I would just like kind of just sit there in awe of these women smoking cigarettes too mm-hmm. because that's what you did in like the late 80s and early 90s. Um, so there was like a bit of uh familiarity, I guess with these women and um that was kind of the the initial attachment to it and i I think I just like kept watching it over the years and it's so incredibly quotable yeah. um there 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 are like tons and tons of, like even willem in Alaska always says like they always say um i'm a chain i'm a chain oh. on um <laughs> Uh, race chasers yeah yes and I love when they say that too I'm like yes keep going with more steel magnolias please please I feel like Alaska yeah I feel like Alaska specifically has an affinity like I feel like he loves Blanche on the Golden Girls. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he obviously loves Steel Magnolias, which makes me honestly like him more. It's like that connection. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, you know, this movie too. And you're
1: able to keep up. It's
0: like the best feeling. Right.
1: Right. I guess you can stay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I am. Now, are you familiar at all with the play?
0: I'm, I'm ashamed to say no. Mm -hmm. Out of like my entire, you know, run of just like being a fan of this movie and this film, I guess this film, Mm. um, I've never read it and it's not because I don't want to, I don't have anything against reading a play. It's, uh, it only comes up every so often. Like when I record a podcast, right. When somebody asks, maybe maybe I should have read this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I'd be interested. I'd be, because there are no men in the play. Yeah. The entire play takes place inside the salon. There is not any, um, it's just that set, which is great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Someone outside is, hello, you know, very... They like Steel Magnolias, too. Yeah, it's all one set. Like, okay, we know, we know, we know. Um, You know, that was... It it was something that John and I noticed because we were watching it together where there are moments where you can feel a play inside of a movie. Like, Mm. you can tell that the structure of the play, especially if it's written, because the the movie was written by the playwright. Um, You can kind of feel those moments that plays will take like having those like long conversations and the way conversations play out in a play is often very different from a movie it just like moves differently and yeah I get it um, like I would say the scene during Christmas when they all go to find Malin in the other room after um, what's his name drum announces that she's pregnant that scene yeah. was like very much oh here's a an ensemble of people talking in a on a set you know um, yeah and it's not a read it, it's I think it's kind of – I kind of like that because it's like it's a focus on the dialogue. It's a focus on the acting. It's a focus on the present versus moving the story forward, you know?
0: Yeah, I like that. I agree too. I mean I'm down for some dialogue-heavy scenes. Mm -hmm. I I think that – and I don't think that's even where you you weren't speaking against those type of scenes too. But I do – I think pretty much any time they are in the salon, there are these like – especially with like the Weezer – cracks you Mm -hmm. know what i mean it's just like i could hear obviously she doesn't hold for applause but she those are the lines that would really
1: like sing in a theater yeah Uh, you can live yeah of this yeah you can see her entrance you can see where her entrance would be like in if this were a play oh yeah like i think that i i enjoyed was that there were set pieces where yeah, like, Weezer comes in. Ooh, I hit my metal straw. Excuse me. Um, wow. we're, so woke. So, so woke, woke. So woke. Sorry. I'm just trying to save the environment over here. <laughs> um, my steel straw in in, yeah. <laughs> in homage. Um, but, you know, when when Weezer makes entrances or, like, Clary, like, I feel like they have these – those two characters in particular are just – that was probably like the biggest draw for me. And and because, yeah. partially because they are characters who <clears throat> make an entrance or have an exit line or, you know, just like have the capper moment. And I, again, these are the roles that, you know, I would be fighting older actresses for.
0: Oh, yeah. If you don't have anything nice to say, come sit by me, Larry. Oh. It's just like, she has such a like, rhythm of her voice uh Mm -hmm. like her speech pattern it's so great
1: oh i let's talk about olympia dukakis let's let's we got to talk about these ladies let's start with clary olympia dukakis best supporting actress winner olympia dukakis for moonstruck like a year or two before um yeah i i there was oh my god there was a line where was it and if you'll bear with me because i feel like it was I was so impressed in how she just managed to not stumble over it. And it just seemed like one of those lines that you kind of, I don't know, you put in, okay, I'm vamping now. I'm going to find it. I'm going to stop. And then I'll um, just stop. while you're vamping, mm-hmm.
0: since you'll probably cut this is,
1: <laughs> I won't even guess
0: it. I, I have oh. an idea
1: of what it might be, but I mean, there's so many, right. But I think yeah. it's during the cemetery scene when she's trying to get her to hit, um, Weezer, And then she says, Malin, you just missed the chance of a lifetime. Half a chickapin parish give their eye teeth to take a whack at Weezer. Like, half a chickapin yes. parish take a whack at Weezer. Ugh. Oh, like, such good writing. Ugh. Oh, and she yeah, kills and her, her, It's almost like
0: she's out of breath at the end from just, like, mm-hmm. trying to, like,
1: struggle by – struggle holding Shirley MacLaine. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's great. I, I think that she was – like, the moments that I loved her, like, if we talk about it that way, like, because I loved all of them, but the moments that I loved her the most, I think, I feel, I, I feel like it's actually, like, towards the end when she and Weezer have that final confrontation. Like, I loved her throughout it, but yeah, she takes, she has, like, this awareness about the relationship with Weezer and this wisdom about it, and it's, like, an older sister who doesn't get her, feather, her feathers ruffled by Weezer. I think yeah. that this sort of like calm sense of humor that Clary has is is very endearing. She is someone I would one hundred and ten percent go sit next to.
0: Oh, at I'm still waiting for her. Yeah. I mean, I've come close, but uh, I yeah. She, and I think she says Weezer can never be mad at me. She worships the quicksand I walk mm-hmm. on. It's so it's like uh, a drag telling. Queen of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean and that whole I, I just love that that's how it's written that scene is written that she knows like she does say she's like it was getting too intense back there mm-hmm. i had to do something like she knew that she could have let sally field go on and it could have been an awful moment it was an awful moment mm-hmm. but she just decided, it's like the panic in her eyes as she's making that decision she's like, yeah. "Here,
1: here uh. <laughs> It's the so panic, The way she like turns the, the the jerky body language of turning and grabbing Weezer is so yes. good. It's that moment is, um, and obviously we'll talk about it more when we talk about Malin. But wow, just like it's just great. And I had read that they did that whole scene in one like one take.
0: I know. I mean, I I would hope they would have had a couple rehearsals for that first. Mm. But, um, because but, I always forget about that. It's not like they just walk on the set and, you know, they have to tell them where they're shooting from and right. where your marks are. But yeah. I, I had the same reaction, especially for, you know, Sally
1: Field, which we'll talk about yeah. too. But, uh, and it's funny, that's like, I feel like that's a theme. We talked about that with The Last Picture Show with Cloris yeah. Leachman. It was like the one yes. take. Yeah, so... yeah. Hmm. uh so cloris leachman would have been great in steel magnolias by the way
0: oh i mean this is like the ultimate sort of just a, a bunch of gays sitting on the couch just casting their own yes <laughs> yes i know yeah
1: steel magnolias revival you oh. know it's yeah i could spend the rest of this month doing that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and next month because this month's almost over um i know i know yeah uh now I I don't want to jump ahead from doing too far. We'll work our way back. I just want to make sure we name everybody as we go through yeah. this. Um, we've been mentioning Weezer so often. Yeah. I let's. I, I you know, let's talk about Weezer because in some ways, if I were to like call it early, I could understand why this gets like the BSA nom. You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's oh, keep going. Continue oh, I mean, I I think that you... it. I mean,
1: I I I'd be keen to hear your like at since you've seen this a number of times the way in which that character sticks out and kind of plays their mm-hmm. own frequency like that thing we talk about with bsas i think like shirley mclean like her her the way she approaches the role is different it's so much more like bull in a china shop than the rest of them and i think that that could either work or not work but because it's shirley mclean it works really well yeah, it's just like her and that dog at the beginning. It's it's yes. I'm all, I am already
0: hooked. Yes. I already need to know what this woman is about. And then the whole Easter egg scene where she's just walking and she <laughs> and she's like, "Who the hell are you?" like so mm-hmm. abrupt. She lo- like she's wearing like I don't know, she looks like she just rolled out of the garden, which she does mm-hmm. garden, she says later on to Annelle and that whole exchange between her like um, she's like, men are the most horrible creatures, honey. They will ruin your life. Yeah. You mark my words. Yeah. And then Anel's like, she breaks down, and she's like, I just don't really think, so, really see how things could get any worse. And she's like, of course they can. It's just, ugh, it's so broad, and it gives me everything I need, and it's it's never. Maybe people would disagree, but it's never too much for me. Mm-hmm. It's always just enough, and I think that that is a lot. Uh, that just goes to show, like Shirley MacLaine as a comedic actress, and knowing her limits, and she's such a seasoned gal at this point, anyway, in her career,
1: that she knows. Yeah, she could like do this with her eyes closed. Yeah, that's that's what I was feeling with her in this role. Is like she is like having such a good time because she knows how to do this, and um, like just is is she knows how to find like little funny beats. Like I think that scene after the. I guess it was after the wedding when she wants Clary to walk her home.
0: Oh, I mean, that was, I was going to bring up that scene as far as Clary and mm-hmm. Weezer moment. That's such, I, I love it. I loved I it. I love that.
1: When she, it, the two of them, I mean, it was, I mean, it was a, these like two brilliant veteran actresses just playing off each other again it's so natural on for days yeah i (laughs)
0: know i was like let's follow them home i just wanted to say right she's like she's like you've seen the news come on walk me home walk Walk me and they're just kind of like she's like geez, the older you get the
1: sillier you get she's like the older you get the uglier you get it's just (laughs) great bickering yeah and it's but i think because there's always a slight smile or like a, a, a slight softness like when um and at some point when weezer has to ask her again she's like Will you walk with me? Like she kind of takes it down yeah. a little. And it's that's true. And it's so much more human than her yelling at her. It's it makes me realize okay. She's showing she really needs her to walk with her, you know, and like Clary's like, okay, okay, I get it. You're you're afraid. Like she gives, it, she's a friend, you know.
0: Yeah, I would love. I'm gonna start like writing like Weezer and Clary fan fiction, just like how they met. Like, can someone write
1: that? Because I've got ideas. I you know. know. I I know. Just like writing a little spin off. It's kind of like um, someone did. You know, there was that play, A Doll's House, and then someone wrote A Doll's House Part Two. Yes, I yes, think yes, there's yes, no yes. reason why you can't do a little. You know. Ooh. Um. Yeah, Steel some, Magnolias yeah, part some two. Uh, Titanium Roses. But like roses. before it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, or like a prequel. Oh, my God. Of like yeah. early Weezer and Clary. Uh, now, fun note okay. about Weezer is, did you know that they, they tried to do a TV show of Steel Magnolias?
0: I don't think I knew that. In
1: like 1990, they aired the pilot, but <clears throat> it did not go any further than that. And... Do you? Well, I guess you you wouldn't know, but you will be pleased to know who they cast as Weezer. Oh, I'm. I don't even know. Tell me. Elaine Stritch.
0: Oh, of course. (laughs) I mean, there really isn't. That is the type. Like, you have to have that grit, I guess, is one of the words, too, but also have capacity for human emotion too at the same time which right because it's very easy to play one note of weezer mm-hmm. um just like the bitchy one you know that which isn't fair to her because she does have 10 like when they're in the the grocery store she's with clary and she's like i shouldn't have said that in front of shelby mm-hmm. i shouldn't have said that mm-hmm. and then Weezer, or clary's like oh weezer no one listens to anything <laughs> you say right,
1: right no one pays any attention to you right i love it i, I love, love it. that well now i'm playing the game i'm thinking of who i would cast as weezer and of course, not to stray far from home, but what is Melissa Leo not doing in a real... Oh. <laughs> Steel Magnolias is Weezer. I mean,
0: Amanda Kaczynski is just rolling her eyes right now.
1: A woman scorned.
0: Unsubscribe. I know, a woman scorned by Melissa Leo. <laughs> yeah. I would support it. Yeah. I would support I think she's the prime age. Who here although, has been personally offended by Melissa Leo? <laughs>
1: anyway sorry go ahead Um, no
0: um have you seen the new um like the Trixie and Katya we like to watch on Netflix I haven't
1: watched it yet
0: oh Colin um there's there's they uh, one of the things that they cover is a show called Heartstrings or something by Dolly Parton oh yes Um, and it's like a series Mm -hmm. of like Hallmark, it's like watered down Hallmark, like even worse than Hallmark to be honest. And they review an episode with um, Melissa Leo, and it is pure magic. Wow. Like Keon and I were howling. At this oh thing. my god! And it's it's everything you want, mm-hmm. everything you want them to say, and they're just watching it and commenting on it. It's perfect. Okay, so
1: everyone else go listen to that too. I'll send it to you. Yeah, because I I've seen it show up like on YouTube, and I was like, oh is this It's we still doing this and it's like but you know i recently watched old episodes and i think there's a new season coming out of unha as i like to Un-huh, because yeah. i can't uh, handle that uh, like yeah. i just can't even do it i can't it's not in my register um yeah. but uh i was watching old episodes of it and i was like yeah no this still holds up this is a great oh, format yeah oh, this is a gr- like I remember that, like, there was a heyday when this was, like, the fucking thing, and it's... Because that's what got me hooked on Trixie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that really... That format and, like, that sense of humor and that, like, all of that, I was like, this is drag I'm excited by, but... Um, for and some, the editing is so great. Like, let's not pretend that that yes. show would not be what it is without, like, I die. It is yeah. so clever. They would even it admit it. Very... Like, it's a... I think... I remember Trixie saying, like... We'll film that and then watching it, I'm like an audience member because I have no idea what they're gonna do with the editing. So yeah, like, that's so great. Um yeah, it's uh okay. I will definitely watch that, especially for some yes. Melissa oh, Leo
0: love. Please. Um but anyways, back mm. to more weezer,
1: I guess. Um yeah. I, yeah. Go for it, go for it. Yeah. Oh, I mean I was trying to think if there's any other like moments that really stood out to me. I think I had forgotten that there was that scene with e- Weezer and Clary at the end after she tells Melinda, after the whole cemetery moment, I didn't remember that there was kind of like a reconciliation between them. And I yes. thought that was, what I liked about that is sometimes a movie will we'll do that, where the character is kind of sent off in shame, you know, is was kind of made fun of everyone laughs at them and they walk away with like their yeah. middle finger up. And I liked that the this movie took it one step further to not just leave her in that narrative, but then have Clary go like find her and like validate her in some way. You know? Um, oh, it's a great scene it's when they great. push each other off the bench. Yes, I mean that. Get I, your roots done. That's what she says at the end. <laughs> and what's so smart is the way that she does that. You realize that, but the way that she's saying that to Clary and the way she plays with her hair there's like a forgiveness in that, you know, she's yeah. she's not fighting her anymore. She's engaging with her. And I think that's like, it's really smart writing, really great acting. I heard the director was terrible, but have you heard this? Yeah. Yeah. i read a lot of articles mm-hmm. today
0: about how he was specifically like awful to Julia Roberts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just really telling, telling a few of the actresses that like coming down hard on Dolly, mm-hmm. she's like, she had a a bad take and he she he he said something like um yeah. do you know how to act and she said no but it's your job to make me look like i do i was like get her jade yeah get her jade <laughs> yeah yeah
1: i it's it's such a like such a bummer to kind of hear that like oh the director sucked oh um i know you want to believe that it was just like this really magical like heartfelt experience behind the scenes too you know but i think in a way
0: it kind of it wasn't necessarily on set but um a lot of the articles i read today too um shirley mclean specifically said that it brought them closer because Mm. they would go away from the set each night and just like bitch about, there's nothing that will bring a group together like a harrowing experience. Mm -hmm. That's Jack, uh, that's Jack Donaghy from 30 Rock.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: uh... (laughs) when they, uh, when they, when Tracy Jordan takes them on that boat and it turns out to be not his boat and they all jump into like the East River or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's true. It's like you, and I've been in shows like that where there's always one actor that's just like, Oh, And then you can find a couple moments away from them to kind of just bond. So
1: in a way it was, but not in the way that we want it to be. Right, right. I I feel like, um, I think this was also true about like the first Wives Club. I think I read this, the director was, maybe it was, there was another movie that I feel like Bette Midler or Shirley MacLaine maybe was involved in where it's like, yeah, the director was particularly harsh Um, or maybe it was Mermaids.
0: I think it was um, the reason why I say First Wives Club is because I just listened to your Matron oh, episode mm-hmm. about it like last week or something. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was. And then there was like a conversation of like, well, Bette Midler might be a little like not difficult to work with, but I'm sure she had her things to say too right. or something. I don't right. remember. Right. But that stinks. I mean, men suck. Men suck. Am men, I right? Are, ladies?
1: Yeah, right. They're like, what What does Weezer say to Annelle? They're. Um, oh, yeah.
0: The men are the most horrible creatures, honey. They will ruin your life. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> Speaking of, like, I love a good, like, Weezer and Anel dynamic because mm. she will eat Anel for lunch. Like, when she has the whole monologue, like, I don't see plays because I can nap at home for free. And then she goes off. And then um, she, it's perfect comedic timing, too, because... Um, She's like, I am pleasant. She's like, I saw a Drum Eatonton down at, uh, this morning at the Pickley Wiggly, and I smiled at the son of a bitch. I can't help myself. And then, right after that, Annelle rips off the like the mustache right. wax, <laughs> and then the chair falls backwards.
1: It is, it's great. Gold. It's great, like physical comedy. Um, <laughs> it's so great. I feel like Annell and Weezer. It's kind of like. Um, uh, Sister Aloysius and Sister James in doubt. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like a great I could, comparison. I could. see it's the same thing where it's like, oh my God, Meryl could eat her alive. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, how much would you
0: love just uh, speaking of this dream casting Bring it here? On. Like, I just, I feel like Celia Weston has to be in there somewhere. Like, what if Celia, Celia Weston? Celia Weston, yeah. Who would she play? Oh. Amy Adams would play her daughter, and mm-hmm. maybe it would be like Malin and Shelby. Maybe like. 10 years ago you know what I mean because I right. feel like Amy Adams might be older like but I could see you know Celia Weston making a good Clary she might be a little bit too old at this point but I mean in my mind she's always just like June bug age I know
1: I think that she'd be a great Clary I think that would be the role I would cast her in and yeah. I would cast um, yeah definitely like a, a younger Amy Adams actually a younger Amy Adams as a Nell she would bring a lot of nuance Ooh. to that role and you know what, now that we've, we'll, we'll tease this out, let's talk about Anel, and as we talk about yeah. Malin and Shelby, we'll figure out who we want to cast. We will, yes, exactly. So let's talk about Anel, um, who the movie really kind of opens with. I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna interject here cause just
0: for a moment too because the way that this is described on IMDb is uh, let me read this a young beaut uh, young beautician newly arrived in a small Louisiana town finds work at a local salon where a group of women share a close bond of friendship and welcome her into the fold which essentially kind of is the plot but it's so interesting that we're maybe that sort of implies that we're seeing this through Annell's eyes
1: oh that's so interesting interesting I, right yeah and, and it makes me think about wanting to read the play to see if there that's sort of like the yeah. introductory structure um well there's an interesting question is is a Nell like it's it's suggesting she's like the main character in a way or she's kind of our protagonist
0: yeah and I I don't know if I have a yes or no answer for that at the moment, but mm-hmm. like I, I think about it a lot. You know, mm. in my sort of BSA daydreaming and my day to day too, it's like, is Annelle She's it. It's weird to call her a lead actress because I think it's just the other care. It's um, you know, it's the same thing like why um the actress who played Miss Rain didn't get nominated for Academy Award, but Monique did. You right. know what I mean? Like right. it's like you can't compete with Olympia Dukakis and Shirley MacLaine because they're like, you know, uh. I don't know, these Titans of yeah. just uh, comedic acting and, and, the, and the roles are so great too. But I will say the role of Anel is quite the arc. Like I feel it like is. out of everyone, like where she goes and in, 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 in relation to like her religion and faith, but she becomes like a Jezebel first. That's <laughs> right. one of my favorite stages of Anel. They, they, she looks exactly like Truvy. Um, you know, just scooping like potatoes
1: and corn out of that trough. Oh and, my uh, God. That, that, what? oh my God, that machine, that, that, yeah what was it that, uh, <laughs> the crawfish boil machine I yes yes <laughs> no
0: it's it's. I, I think I had um, some listeners of the no good very bad gay reach out to me from the south it is it's very that though it is sort of like potatoes corn mm-hmm. maybe some meat or something like some that it's just kind of like trim. a hodgepodge yeah, mm-hmm. yeah of things um, but you know like I lost my
1: contact nobody move nobody yeah. move <laughs> like I yeah it's um I feel like that's that kind of role. That's why I would love to see someone like Amy Adams in that because I think Oh yeah. I don't I think that maybe this is a little bit of the point you're making. Daryl Hannah may not be the strongest actress in the room, but the role is great. I I like Daryl Hannah a lot, but I would be really surprised if she got nominated compared to everyone else in the movie. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I want them all to be nominated like that. I if oh
0: gosh, it's like if Olympia Dukakis and Shirley MacLaine were in this movie, I would probably then go to an I guess like she mm-hmm. also she makes me laugh because really, I'd say like Malin and um, Shelby, they're not really there for the comedic relief, that, no. especially Malin. Like mm-hmm. so, it relies on the other really four if you're including um, Dolly. But you know, Truvy is just kind of like a, I don't know. She she exists and she's like sweet as pie and she has like a couple funny one liners too but she's just uh, doing her thing so I I do like Anel it's like I I'm if this was a different movie with different writing like she would be the one I'd have my eye on she would be the one that I would be most like third attached to but mm-hmm. yeah it's tough because I love the nervous stages of her like I love how she wipes that tear away at the beginning and like kind of messes up her glass just like yes truly i promise that my personal tragedy will not interfere Uh with my ability to do good hair that's i say that a lot to myself
1: (laughs) yeah it's well you know i think if the movie were if the focus was different it could be all about Annelle. i think what ends up happening is like Annelle's trajectory becomes it kind of helps move the story along or tell us how time has passed Whereas we we start to follow more Malin and Shelby storyline, yeah. but then when we're in the you know the salon and then we see Anel and she's looking more like Truvi and she's you know talking about having a good time, it more becomes a device to show us how things have changed and we don't really yeah. get to spend time seeing her go through those changes. But that story would be really interesting. Yeah, I mean. Anel fan fiction here I come I'm ready for it
0: I I just love how um, this and I'm assuming the play also too just moves through every holiday Mm -hmm. I just love to see how these characters celebrate each holiday too from Easter it ends with Easter um, but uh, like the Christmas lights on the porch, and mm-hmm. it's so
1: tacky, but I kind of love it. I was like, yes. Um, you can tell a lot by somebody by how they decorate their house for the holidays. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: It's great, but I do love Anel. She makes me laugh a lot, but also because of the scene she's in with like
1: Shirley McLean. Like that mm-hmm. egg scene is is great. It's great, and and mm-hmm. she also is able to kind of like and what I think is what I always appreciate is when a character like this who is more for the comedic, you know, uh, relief is when she gets like that scene at the cemetery with Malin, when she, yeah. at first you're like, oh, okay, crazy church girl, shut down stop. and, you know, yeah. stop. But then she makes some like really interesting salient point, And I, and she sold it. And I think that was a, that was kind of where then I really fell in love with, Mal- with, uh, Anel, was when I found, I guess like some sort of, I don't know, like, uh, she just like some some clear like she has so many moments in this movie where she's not seeing things clearly and it's nice when one of those characters and this is so similar to Junebug it's so great when that character is suddenly crystal clear
0: yeah yeah that's true because she goes from like Jezebel to like Bible Thumper and like the next scene there is mm-hmm. you don't necessarily see a transition it's just like you know Truvy says something like everyone's like, what's up with Anel? and like, Oh, she went away for like one of those weekend Bible retreats. And then she came back like this. So, yeah. Um, but I do love the choice. I, I think nervous Annelle is my favorite Anel, I agree. I think if, mm-hmm. um, I love the way I just, because I've seen the movie so many times, I love the way she eats peanuts at the wedding. Oh. She has those like lace gloves. Mm-hmm. I think that that's such a choice to mm-hmm. like, um, Sammy, her, you know, future husband and just like, she doesn't know what she's doing and she's just like eating nuts nervously and asked for a cherry and the cherry coke looks so good. Oh. Oh. When it doesn't it, looks it look great? I'm like, oh, it does. God bless that cherry coke. I love it. I know, yeah, that's another BSA of this episode. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Speaking of the wedding, I can't believe we went this long without talking about it. It's a great Clary moment. Mm-hmm. Looks like two pigs fighting under a blanket. Yeah, oh my it's God. It's such a great, great. moment.
1: Uh, I love that moment and I also love like I think it was like a great demonstration of each of those actresses and each of those characters doing their comedic best. Like that was Olympia Dukakis kind of doing just like nailing the moment. And then I feel like yes. what's similar is Shirley MacLaine when she serves drum the tail of the armadillo cake. Uh. It's it the the physical comedy of that is so perfect. The way that she cuts it, take uses her hand to like slap it, help move it onto his plate. It's. It's just such perfect timing and it's perfect Weezer.
0: It honestly is. And Tom Scarrett, so handsome, handsome
1: as ever. Mm-hmm. I
0: think that like the dynamic between him and Weezer, Reez- him and Weezer uh, is really crucial to this. Even though like, it is about the women. I do really enjoy their dynamic too. Mm-hmm. And like his line back at her is like thanks, Weezer. Nothing like a good piece
1: of ass. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of gives him this like smirk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's great. There's something he doesn't treat her like a lady, you know. There's 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 this kind of like you know, they're just like two old two old men fighting with each other. Yeah, and it, it must much like Clary, um, she doesn't let
0: I think everyone else lets Weezer get away with her bullshit, Mm -hmm. but those two are the only characters in this movie that call her out and
1: have a good time with it. Mm -hmm. And Uh, you realize that, yeah, like she's not, her bark isn't as bad as her bite when you really challenge her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But anyways, we were talking about Annelle
1: and, uh, um,
0: I think that's all I want to say for now. I mean, there's more quotes I could just like rattle off here too, but I think that, uh, trying to think of the evolution that you know there's some fights with sammy about like the beer mm-hmm. and like getting the church on
1: time with the beans oh with the beans that was really the cute. beans yeah that was cute and i just like their relationship was cute when she was like worrying about making the beans and he's like well then we'll make something else she's like no i have to you know i have to bring this he's like okay then we're making beans you know it's um yeah. we don't see much of the men but the relationships with the husbands and boyfriends and men in this movie are um i think they're all I appreciate we we don't spend much time seeing them play out versus hearing about them, mm-hmm. but they, I think there is another movie we keep talking about these you know these variations on Steel Magnolias, but there's another movie that really examines like the, the way a relationship works in the South between a man and a woman. Like, Mm, I think there's a lot that's getting addressed with, like, Jackson and Shelby in terms of, like, having kids and all of that and and kind of expectations and her wanting to make it perfect for him. And so much of the movie is about wanting to make things look perfect and be perfect and the wedding and the birds and the hair and the eggs. and, And that's just so in line with, I think, so much of the South and appearances and... Yeah. Um, reputations and you know people gossiping and blah 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 what I would want to see more of I think is the nuances of those relationships because each of yeah. the women has a different relationship with the man um, in their life uh, that yeah. doesn't get kind of fully dug into I do speaking of like sort
0: of like an unexpected but wonderful like new relationship is um Owen and Weezer that sweet old man who who wants to like yes. court Mm-hmm. Weezer and but that that is exactly the type of man that she needs mm-hmm. she just needs like kind of like a dopey guy who's just you know can keep her company
1: and that she could boss around still yeah yeah and I think yeah. that's like the other part of this like these these relationships with these you know these southern relationships is different ways of like approaching like how to be like their role in the relationship with the man you know like sure. what what's their role in all of this what's their power in this relationship what say do they have and i feel oh, like I see, I that's see. like i see different variations of that in these couples
0: yeah i mean weezer is the best example of this that she sort of wears the pants if we're going to use that phrase mm-hmm. um for sure and even i mean i tr- mean clary do they show her husband i think he passed away i think he passed away yeah we see yeah her, so like, she's kind of just doing her thing yeah,
1: yeah he's a date yeah um so yeah she's yeah. like wealthy widow yeah
0: yeah and anel and sammy and uh just i think that he i think he is the sort of man of the house but like he he knows how to like help anel out i don't think he's like bothered he's used to it by now of course too like how yeah. neurotic she can be and sort of how up in the air but
1: and there's something kind of like soft simple country boy about him that I yeah think there is she's kind of like a great match for that because there's something soft and simple about her as well um yeah. but you know neither of them are are in total arrested development that they can't take care of themselves or each other yeah
0: yeah um well should we talk about truvi and her man and yeah. her life
1: and and I'm a chain. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, Dolly Parton, if there is, if I have to be fought tooth and nail to choose a BSA of Steel Magnolias, it I'd be hard pressed to not give it to Dolly slash True. Oh,
0: yay. I love that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ugh. any one of them I would have been happy with, honestly, mm-hmm. but I love that this is your choice. Go on,
1: please. I I can understand why there are people who are obsessed with her the way people are obsessed with Judy Garland or yeah. you know even you know modern pop stars of today like I get I get the appeal and there's something about Dolly Parton that is like it's just so like singular like she's such a star I think that's the big thing I took away watching her is like she is, just has so much star power and so much charisma it's like they're, the whole movie could just be her fiddling around in a in a beauty parlor with no one to even talk to, and I'd still be into it.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, and I think, and I don't know if it's like, for, uh, they're writing
0: to her strengths, too. Like, she has these great sort of zingers, like... Louis brought his new girlfriend over, and the nicest thing I can say about her is all her tattoos are spelled correctly. Mm-hmm. Like stuff like like. Then she says, "There's static electricity. There's enough static electricity in this room. I pick up everything but boys and money. Like it's yeah. just.
1: It sounds like things ugh. Dolly would say. Yeah, I'm I'm coming over, Dolly. Put on a pot of coffee. Right, like, right. I know. Yeah, I, I think there. Her like. I think the scene, the, like the drink, the juice Shelby scene after. Yeah, we didn't even talk about it yet. Yeah, yeah. I know. Maybe we'll get, yeah, yeah, maybe Shelby. Well, we well yeah, because that is a great Shelby moment. But yeah. what I really appreciated, there's so many small and big nuances, but one of the nuances I loved was after that all happened and Shelby's like apologizing for messing up her hair and Truby's like, oh, we'll fix it, we'll fix it. Like it's the the yeah. energy that she plays, it's like. Like you want someone like that in your life who's that reassuring, who's that kind of um, encouraging and capable and someone who you feel like is very soft and is very gentle. But like if push came to shove, like if there was a hurricane, she'd be the first one boarding up the windows. You know what I mean? Like I I trust Dolly if someone needs to take control of a situation. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: perfect. I think the the most ironic thing is, like, she is such a joyful, um, seemingly happy character in this. Uh, she has, that, like, such light and energy and humor and wit. Mm-hmm. Um, but the men in her life are kind of the opposites. Uh, her son, mm-hmm. Louis, is just kind of this freeloader, freeloader who lives in the garage and, you know, dates... Women with crazy tattoos, but um, but Sam Shepard is such an interesting character in this movie, and especially the yeah. scenes with him. What do you think of this? I want to kind of turn it back over to you.
1: I think it. I think these scenes are they're Im- they're impressive because it's so much in what's not being said, and it's a lot in like how she's reacting to like his lack of engagement, and he's, you know, I I think that they are both really smart actors, and like really. I don't know, like, he, I mean, he in particular, I think Sam Shepard, like, he's a writer, he's an actor, like, he's, I, I think of him as someone who knows how to play silences to mean something, you know, and I think there's a lot of that, and it's, yeah, it's like, you want, I, I feel like I keep thinking of her character in 9 to 5, because she Mm -hmm. has, like, we see a few scenes with her, like, boyfriend or husband in that movie, and, There's some similarities in that, like he definitely like has his own thing, or isn't just like doting on her the whole time. But you kind of know that he loves her, and I feel like I kept thinking of that from nine to five, and then like waiting for that in Steel Magnolias of like, ugh, just it's Dolly Parton, just be nice to her, you know what I mean? Like show her you love her, you know? She's
0: heaven, yeah. Like these sort of attempts, like she's like, I got a cheap bottle of. Um, champagne and a bucket of chicken prepared, fried chicken prepared by Christian women. Mm-hmm. I love how she says that. Yeah, and then it's uh, and then she's like, I thought we'd maybe go and like see the fireworks and like, what a lovely night. Mm-hmm. Uh, like to just kind of, and she knows the answer is probably no, but I could picture her standing outside that door and getting all of it ready and being like, you know what, I think he might say yes tonight. I, right. I'm going to put that energy out there, and she does nudge a little bit and he just says like i said i don't want to go and then just lights another i could smell that room first of all oh. just like, and i can feel just like the, the the depression kind of reeking from like every pore of his body too mm-hmm. um and it is like a subtle performance um but he he's really he's probably my favorite male performance maybe other than drum mm. in this movie yeah i would um, agree i think he's yeah. he's just
1: a phenomenal actor and uh yeah yeah i I'm, like that's a whole other movie i would watch is like if it was just a oh. quiet indie movie about Truvi and her husband yeah
0: yeah and in the end too it's like he does you know she becomes a chain he builds yeah or helps build i guess like without her knowing a whole new location and um. So he does, like you said. It's like that's the moment that we're kind of waiting for. Mm-hmm. Besides the like the wax moment, which we can talk about too. And oh after, right, and the yeah. morning of Shelby's funeral too. Or there, yeah. He's a man who doesn't know how to say it, but he's like, "I love you a lot." And if this ever happened to you, I would be. I don't know how I'd go on. It's like, but he does say some of those words. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he's like, "I don't, I don't know he, what I would do if that happened to me." Like, it's. that's such an interesting like you see that in so many movies you know and so many relationships right where like somebody just like doesn't know how to say it or they just aren't much they're they're not much for saying it you know like it's just one of those like you you get it in drips and and sometimes like what happens in those relationships is then like people become so like hungry for it that any like scrap of acknowledgement becomes a feast you know yeah and I don't think that's what's happening in this case, but like until he like you know, made her a chain, I was like, Man, she's getting scraps from this guy and like yeah. making a feast out of them. And it's so like I've done that in the past. This is really depressing. Sure. <laughs> I know. <You> know?
0: <laughs> Been we've there. all Yeah, we've all pre- presented that bucket of chicken to some yep. guy before in our lives, right? Yeah. Um but I think the the difference too is like Truvi doesn't necessarily see herself. I don't know, as a victim, he's still, he's not beating her, he's not like, uh, I, I don't see, you don't see any sort of signs of abuse, he's just like really withdrawn mm-hmm. from the world. Yeah, and, yeah. Um. But I think she she's strong enough to sort of acknowledge it and help him and sort of let him do his thing while she lives the rest of her life. It doesn't, she doesn't stay at home
1: too, which I love. Right, like it doesn't, I think that was what I was thinking is that she is not just like stuck at home waiting for her man, like. If he were to leave her, she'd be fine. She's Yeah, she's got that salon. She got that salon. She got two locations. So Yeah. Um I feel like that's like that's a always a I don't know, a helpful part of this is like when a character isn't helpless. When they you know, like that movie Troop Zero that um John and I did for in the details, like which I highly recommend. So great. But what I love about it is that these characters, while they are kind of like these um these misfits and these kind of like weirdos like they're not helpless they they do get bullied but they also know how to like fight back so yeah um, i feel like Truvi it's like she's she's not the neglected wife but wouldn't it be great if we could go to the fireworks together yeah go to the fireworks
0: with your wife yeah Ugh, with your um, wife dolly
1: parton with some fried chicken
0: i am in um in the other just like last bsa moment with her before we move on to someone new here is uh, when he does say, like, he changes the subject. He says, what does this stuff do? And he pulls, like, it's, like, tree sap at that point, mm-hmm. too, because it's not melted. And uh, with, like, tears in her eyes, she's like, it makes you pretty. Yeah. And she just, like, yeah. wipes away. Like, she doesn't even wipe, I don't think. I think she doesn't let herself get to that moment, to
1: Just let because... glisten, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Yeah, she had, I may have been in that scene. May... There was some scene where it's, like, this micro moment of her watching something happen or reacting to something. I, and it's so in, in uh, non-specific that I wouldn't be able to give you a cue of which one. But it was just one of those moments where it was like, whoa, what a small moment to catch. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like what a, a small acting moment. Uh, and so while um, Dolly may be thinking that she can't act and needs a director to, to make it look like she can, I think she's a great actress. Same. I think she's doing,
0: especially like you said, with such star power, like... Mm-hmm any dum dumb can act another liz lemon quote. um it's <laughs> i got the meat jack
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> oh my goodness um should we go to shelby
1: before malin i think that's fair i think because yeah. i feel like sally's got kind the, of
0: leading up to that that yeah. big yeah.
1: moment so shelby as played by julia roberts the actual you know actual bsa winner of this of this movie technically yeah um, only
0: nomination
1: yeah well yeah won an academy award or nominated for an academy award won the golden globe um i going into this my assumption because i knew she was nominated my assumption was oh well big star whatever they nominated or how good could she be man julia roberts uh, we have talked about her a lot with Aaron brokovich and winning the oscar mm-hmm. over ellen burston Amanda, this one's for you. But she <laughs> is... And I don't think anyone's saying she's bad in Erin Brockovich or she's a bad actress. But in terms of performances that should be nominated or should win, fully, fully, fully deserve the nomination. I think Julie Roberts is them. great in this movie.
0: Oh, I love that. It may be just You don't know want to watch more movies with her, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I th- that's what they said about her audition, too. It's like she came... It's that smile. Mm-hmm. It's that sort of... The Southern charm sort of suits her uh, yeah. I think I think that there's an ease and just I think in general too the reason why people love her is like she is that girl next door she has that like natural ability to kind of charm the pants off of whoever is in the room mm-hmm. which is perfect for Shelby I think it, it's it's a necessity um when I watched this with Keon he was this is not even to like it's just an interesting comment because I don't really know how one who has like a diabetic sort of ins- uh, you know, like a moment like that. Mm-hmm. Keon thought it was over the top and ridiculous, but I was like, but it still like scared me. I remember the first time mm. I saw that movie, I was like, this is like a lot. Something's happening here. Um, and it's just like the shaking, um, but I still buy, I still like it. I still like it. I think yeah. it's like just perfect, mm-hmm. but um, it's interesting. And if he thinks that I'm sure other people do, it's just an interesting, um, thing to bring up too, because I want to talk about it. Of course, when we get to Malin and the, the cemetery, there's another sort of way to ask that question, but mm-hmm. um, I I still love it. I think that, uh, and her the way that her hair gets messed up and the juice is being spilled. And mm-hmm. uh, if you don't stop talking about me, I'm going to leave or, yeah. or st- don't talk about me. Like I'm not here. Or like that line is great. After yeah. it's all
1: said and done. It's, I mean, I think that's what really impressed me was that there was something that we weren't being told But were we being shown about how these things go and that like Malin has to maintain a certain like, it's okay, you're fine. Yeah, you're it's fine. Like she has to almost be patronizing because eventually Shelby calms down and realizes, okay, sorry, I like lost my shit. I will say I don't I did not know that that was what part of a diabetic insulin attack would be, would be that kind of like gritting your teeth, refusing to drink juice, having a rational yeah. thoughts thing, that would be new to me. But I just wouldn't know if that's true or not. Same. Assuming that it is, I thought it was all really great. And I think a lot of it was informed by how Sally Field was playing off of her and was like informing the scene by by being just like smiling and being really in control and really calm because she has to be. And yeah, then the way that Shelby kind of like does calm down and uh when she like turns and apologizes to malin like that broke my heart like she was just so like oh "Oh, my god i'm so sorry it was oh it was you know what i loved about i love that relationship i think they they take enough opportunities to show variations on that and i think one of my favorites and a lot of this isn't how julia roberts acts is they're disagreeing in Truvy's salon about different things in the wedding, but the way the body language, especially of Shelby, she says, but the one thing we do agree on is the groom's cake. Yeah. And just her body language and the way that she softens and like, then they can just be mother and daughter again. Like it's, yes, it's really, really great. And I think a lot of it, because you know, if this director is so awful, I think a lot of it goes to the fact that like Sally field and Julia Roberts, were just really good at like, creating a scene together
0: yeah that's sort of mother-daughter energy too and it's, it's like we're so close to talking about Malin too and it's kind of trickling into it mm-hmm. but they're there because their relationship is so unique in the fact that it's like questions I have for like Shelby's characters like when was she diagnosed with diabetes like how long is this a lifelong sort of thing has mm-hmm. it got worse like there are certain types of diabetes um yeah because Truvi knows to yell a lynn almost immediately when it happens it's like mm-hmm. they and and also too um i think clary says this one hit her hard so this is this is something that's happened before
1: right um and they show us all that without like being too telly they like managed to yeah like, set us up that we have been through this before and the benefit i think of having different people in the room who were less and more fluent you know, Nell mm-hmm. was able to ask questions. So, like from, a, from like a writing standpoint, oh, it's, it's great because yeah. Nell can kind of ask. Truvi knows some things. Malin knows more. Like it's, um, it's great. It was just like a a well a, a really smart way of of doing exposition yeah i think another lovely
0: moment with shelby too is when she invites anel to the wedding there's mm-hmm. something so warm and just like kind about that she's like well i know what you're going to do today you're going to come over because it's right after that terrible moment when <laughs> weezer is like waterboarding her oh yeah um, right, right yeah yeah <laughs> um and like how she insists and she's like i because anel protest she's like i i'm still very emotional she's like well not today you're you are you're you're not whatever Mm -hmm. um you're gonna come over and i'll give you a dress
1: and i'll give you shoes and yeah come over i i think it's that like i think those examples like i remember ruPaul talking about this on on his podcast of like he's looking for content and things where people are being nice to each other like he's like i just need to see people being kind to each other and, like, I think that what you're talking about, because I love that moment, that really registered mm-hmm. for me. I think any moment, like, it makes me think of um, A League of Their Own when that one girl, the one woman can't read, and then the other one kind of goes up oh. and says, You're a peach. You're one of us. And it's. I just listened to your
0: uh, A League of Their Own today. Get so out. So that's, like, really fresh in my mind. Yeah. Sherla yeah, Baker. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I've been traded to Racine. <laughs> Baseball through the window. <laughs> baseball through I mean, the window that yeah. is the moment. <laughs> I remember
1: the whistle tones
0: were like a full salute. Oh
1: yeah. That. Oh my God. That movie is is. I mean, that is a the BSAs of a league of their own. Yeah. Oh yeah. we'll definitely I'm need more to than over. happy to do Literally that. We'll have to. Yes. Um. Speaking of a movie full of BSAs, but it's making me think about this question of Shelby and if we were to do a remake and casting, it's making me wonder if there's anyone from the new Little Women that we would want to see. Oh, man. It'd be stretch I mean, casting because, you know, but Saoirse Ronan can do anything. So She
0: can. And I, I, I keep going older and it's probably just because like when we were, you know, 10, 15 years ago, these women would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think of someone like Anne Hathaway oh. as Shelby, like uh, prime sort of princess diaries uh-huh. coming off of that. Um, maybe before Brokeback Mountain or after Brokeback Mountain too. Mm-hmm. but um, another person that I can't believe we haven't thought of for any other women is Allison Janney oh my god are yeah. played by Allison yeah. Janney
1: oh my god now we've got a real like duke yeah now we're cooking <laughs> now we're cooking though Allison you know what I I would love I know that it's a different casting but I could happily see Allison Janney in the Malin role okay i can see that because i think melaine is supposed to be like what gets her obviously in a hot second but like she's a psychiatrist she's or you know a therapist or whatever she's smart Mm -hmm. she's um got her shit together like i think there's a um there's a shit together quality that allison janney is really good at yeah it's kind of
0: especially since we've been we've come fresh off the help to her relationship with like emma stone and Mm that's sort of like I can be
1: stern when I need to be.
0: Mm, a young
1: Emma Stone as Shelby would be nice, by the way. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot. There oh, are a lot. Yeah. I could. I can see her saying, Jackson. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways.
0: Um. More on Shelby. Um, anything else you want to add? I feel like we're kind of rushing through her to an extent, but we, we went on a tangent for a yeah. moment, too. But I think anything, maybe if we forgot... It might just be like a Malin and Shelby moment because, of course, I think so. the eggs, the baking scene where she's like, I just love how Sally Field cracks those eggs. Oh, my so, God. I want a super yeah. cut
1: of her cracking the eggs, Meryl cracking the eggs in The Hours. Um, yes. I'm yeah. sure Celia Weston's cracked an egg or two. I think she eggs, is. Eggs, eggs, eggs. Yeah, oh maybe we can God. cut to Celia Weston making ham sandwiches and Junebug. Oh, <laughs> yes. Just distinguished actresses cooking and acting. <laughs> Cooking while acting. (laughs) Uh, oh, It's great. Yeah. I I mean, I think that that's probably fair that a lot of the Malin talk will include Shelby. Um, Shelby's big moment, the when she'd win it moment is certainly the drink your juice scene.
0: Oh, yeah. I I, I think I'd agree. If not, I mean, there's a lot of great dialogue in that fight scene between Malin and Shelby, too. But Mm -hmm. there is that one moment where she like is almost begging her and she says, please please mm-hmm. it's like i i need this i want this and i need your blessing too there's a lot of desperation she's playing there too it's like mm. i'm i don't want to fight i just this is i need you to be okay with this
1: yeah oh that's uh, it, this is a tangent but it, because we're talking about saoirse and you did you you did see lady bird or not yet I did see. Lady we did Bird. see.
0: Well, I just only did. once. Only once. Mm-hmm. I I would love to see it again, but I. So if you're, I'm hoping
1: that I'm I'll catch this reference or know the reference. Oh, logo. I may, probably because John just watched it and he was like, or he watched the first half of it, and so I watched the second half with him. But after towards the end, Lady Bird, like her mother doesn't know that she got waitlisted, and eventually, you know, gets into like NYU or something. Yeah. And then after the graduation, when. Lori Metcalf when she's washing the dishes and Ladybird is like, please, I know, I'm sorry, I, I just, I need you to talk to me, like, it's, it, like, it's so good, it's so visceral, yeah. and it makes me think of that, like, that feeling, I think it's that feeling, I know what that feels like of, like, your mom being mad at you, and it's like, please just talk to yeah. me, I know, I fucked up, I'm sorry, you know? And yes, I've been there, Yeah, I've been there a lot, yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, I th- it's a really powerful emotion to play and i think yeah like anytime that happens in a movie and done well i'm on board yeah, we're on board yeah yeah, yeah. uh it, it's almost one of my favorite emotions um almost as much as laughing through tears <laughs> oh, laughter
0: through tears is my favorite emotion
1: it really is like, yeah i really do love. It i know lot. it's like talking through tears i was like yeah laughing through laughter through tears i get that it's even better yeah yeah, yeah. um i think that does bring us to Ms. Sally Field as Malin. 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 Um, tell me your thoughts. I've been rattling on. Tell me your thoughts on Malin. Yeah, I think one of the things I rarely, even though it's
0: such a crucial part of the movie too, I, I rarely think of like, or I guess I haven't put a lot of thought into like her motivations mm-hmm. and why she is... <clears throat> um. I think it's like if and if like if I had a child that had you know diabetes is like a serious thing. It's not like if I, if I knew that that was part of her everyday life. If I knew that she was you know she's aware of it. She's like an adult. I think she's having a little trouble letting go. I think she needs a little bit of that. Um, Control, for lack of better word, Mm -hmm. over Shelby's life, um, and her, or at least she needs to have her input be heard as as much as possible too. So, especially planning a wedding, I mean, there's speaking of just like I can only imagine the arguments that happen planning that wedding. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, which which is like you said, it leads up to that great armadillo cake line too. And it's like the colors—they're pink and pink. It looks like the whole place was drenched in pepto bismol. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just, um, I but I understand her and I don't fault her for it either too. I think there's a lesson to sort of be learned because ultimately Shelby is taken away for good, which is I would have, it's anyone's worst fear as a mother, of course too. But like, it's what she had been thinking would happen this entire time. And she's, she's just trying to protect Shelby. I think that is her, her number one motivation in this Mm -hmm. movie is to, to make sure that she is always protected and that she is the one to do it. It's like, I love the clicking of the heels in the hospital when she gets the call, and like, that oh, moment. Oh, okay. it's so good. I'm just so glad the you brought up. Oh, oh, yeah. the, oh, the, car the car drive,
1: oh, yeah. Oh, the car drive, the car drive. There's another, like, steering wheel acting. Like, yes. it's, And it's like oh. an Aaron Brockovich moment, kind yes. of. It's ironic in a way. Right, yeah. right? And I mean, yeah. the fact that they let us watch the entire scene of her walking down the hallway in the hospital. I was like, "This, yes, this is more. great!" Like, I just, yes. I could watch that scene go on for a minute and a half of her just walking, hurrying up, walking, f- you know, looking around, playing with her hair. I could just watch a, a set piece of arriving at the hospital to like the worst news yeah. ever. It's uh-huh. Sally Field is so good in this, and at and I think what's great is that it's so measured. Like she doesn't get the big moments earlier on that. Olympia Dukakis or Shirley MacLaine or Dolly Parton get or even, you know, Julia Roberts, like at that big emotional drink your juice moment, she has to be so calm and so reserved and so just like, see, you're fine. What are you talking crazy? You're fine. Like she has to do all that. And I think it like I appreciate how much like she has to push down and push away, even in that car scene when she's driving to pick up Jack Jr. Like it's. She's never letting herself really break, and so it earns the cemetery scene.
0: Oh, I just, I love when she's reading those articles to Shelby in the hospital, and she will not leave, and Drum comes up behind her, and she almost, like, really gives him a jab, <sighs> honestly,
1: like, like oh, I can't. My it's other just... favorite nuance, thank you, yes, <sighs> and the is... second time she hits him, after she says, you know, she like she, like, pushes him away, and she's like, you know what if she wakes up for two minutes and I'm not there and then she turns back away and then she hits him again like how fucking dare you like yeah I was like was this in the script because this is like this is so, yeah this, let's yes. give this to Sally this is a great yes. choice oh
0: it is so informed mm-hmm. about everything that she probably wish she could have said to her and to just have like she just wants her to wake up wake yeah. up wake up wake up she it's like she repeats over and over again too mm-hmm. and. Um. And just, but there are softer sides to Malin. I think that one of the great, sort of like just lovely scenes is when they're playing board games the night before the operation, mm-hmm. and they're playing go fish. And one of the brothers says, "Okay, um, Daddy, can you or give me all your internal organs, right? Or like right? That. But the dad is the one that's most upset, and Sally is like laughing with them. I love that. um, yeah, I love it a lot. It's mm-hmm. like you, oh, I mean." Oh, Colin, There's just so much. I'm sorry. I just have to keep going. Please. When, when she gets her hair cut, I was just, and she turns to her. I, <laughs> I that, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's getting her hair dry. And she's like, yeah,
1: yeah. That's yes. Oh, when you said it there's is... softer moments,
0: that was the first thing I thought of. Yes. Yes. I don't know why I didn't think, didn't think of that first, but, um, oh, how many times have we turned to our mothers just to kind of, I don't know. Is this okay? Like, Right. They. Yeah, it's like when you're, I don't want to say that young, because I don't know how old Shelby's playing, maybe 21 in this movie. Mm. I, I can't remember. But, yeah, we still need our mother's input. Right. I wouldn't, I'm not even going to say approval, but, like, input. I mean, and a lot of people, not everyone has the same relationship with their mother, too. But for myself,
1: when I was younger, it certainly was that. I know that, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. sort of I, oh tone. God,
1: I knew that. That was, I was, Sally Field was so, I mean, obviously she, she is a mother, but, like, killing like the mom nuances. Sally Field yeah. is so good at playing a mom. She, I think that moment it was like, Shelby was like, oh God, I don't, I'm just not sure. And like all of her, like it was live or die by the way her mother responded when she looked at her. Like it was just like, if she looked at her and there was a moment of doubt in her mother's eyes, Shelby would have collapsed. And oh yeah, Melinda just knew like my job as a mother is to look as encouragingly as possible and say, yeah, that looks good. It was, it was just so smart. I was like, yes, that's what a mother does. It doesn't matter whether she thinks so or not. What she's doing yeah. is preserving her daughter from humiliation and just dis- and, and devastation. And, yeah, and then enter Weezer, and she's like,
0: oh, oh Shelby, what have you done yeah. to your hair? But your that's hair is we so expect it from her. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's after Malin gave her that seal of approval, so it's kind of like she she has this like magic shield that's going that's mm-hmm. able to deflect. Weezer's venom right because because that could have been terribly timed if it did go the opposite way
1: totally because then Malin would have yeah. no way of convincing her otherwise yeah and it's also like I think for Shelby she even though she is often defying her mother it's like it's still ingrained in her to want her mother's approval to want her mother's mm-hmm. support to want her on board with this and it's like um, and I think that's like a big thing too of like I'm making these huge life decisions I I need the strength that comes from knowing that you are supporting them. And I think that's yeah. like, and, but I mean, Malin is, it's like, as you said, like she's just, she, she has known Shelby as a, as her child who's sick all her life. And like when there's the, when the doctor says like having a child, you shouldn't have a child. It's not going to be good for you. Yeah. It's, um, it's like Shelby is deliberately veering down the path that Malin is trying to keep her off of her entire life
0: yeah um we mentioned like the egg cracking too it's like the beginning of how quickly it takes a turn Mm -hmm. and to watch sally fields sort of face journey in addition to the line like it's oh she has this like this look of disappointment and also like just like anger and dread and just like exhaustion all at once too Mm -hmm. and she's taking it out on those eggshells she's just like throwing them into the sink one at a time too um, yeah, and then she kind of, I I was gonna say, and then she kind of like, uh, you know, loses it. But she doesn't lose it. Like she's certainly angry, but she's not. Especially since you see the la- like the last scene is when she goes to a twenty seven. Mm. But she knows that this is like. I think she's almost kind of planned for this. Like, okay, this is the conversation I didn't want to have, but okay, here, I'm going to give you my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be having children. Right. Have you talked to your husband about this? Have you thought about adoption? Um, She's kind of ready for it. She mm-hmm. just was hoping that it probably
1: would never happen. Yeah, she's thought through all of these things on her own yeah. already. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, That, of course, I think does bring us to, I mean, the 27 moment of the movie. Yes, and, please. And just, I mean it's the kind of scene that I could see like from Keon's point of view about, about like the, the juice scene where it's like, Oh, this is just like so over the top. But I think in the context of the movie, it just, it, it doesn't rush into this. And I think from my, you know, my personal opinion, I think this is such a, like a realistic performance of grief and the way that it comes out and the way that it like, it's, it is like this right like when it when it hits these peaks it comes out ugly like this and and stormy and 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 physical and you know those the the sort of hard shifts that she does kind of like how she does in um Miss you know, miss like she has yeah she that that mouth that like the, that like that oh no i can't like she she clamps her lips down to stop herself and like presses them closed it's like this thing she does when she doesn't want to keep losing her shit and it's it's such a good meltdown and i think we talked about this last week with like lines that like launch you and the i just want to know why is (sighs) it's so good it's just oh it's just so it's just such a great scene and i think the the peak of it when she's just like i can't do this i i don't know what i don't know how to handle this i don't know how to feel this there's a very similar um moment in hereditary of course where tony collette is screaming on the bed on the bedroom floor saying i can't i can't uh, this is i'm uh i can't handle this like oh god i'm gonna die and it's of course, in that movie, there's no fucking relief. <laughs> there's just no relief whatsoever. Yeah. But I think that is a really intense note to hit on when you're when you're portraying grief is arriving at that like the cliff of um of coping. You know, you are like, okay, I've yeah. reached. I can't cope with this anymore. This is bigger than me. This is ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. I can't do this. And I think that the build up to that in this was. Um, was great. And it didn't feel out of place in the movie and it didn't feel unrealistic. Um, I just loved it. I just, ugh, so good. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of
0: listening to in the details and just like knowing you, it's like, I feel like your biggest whistle, your gayest whistle tone is just like the exploration of grief. Yeah. Like a female, I I mean supporting if we can, but also mm-hmm. a leading actress too. Like any time anywhere you can get it is your sort of. Anytime a woman biggest whistle. is
1: navigating grief, that is that is
0: like the <laughs> yeah. it, it's, from Midsummer to yep. Hereditary mm-hmm. to now this. It's but it it's the most exciting to watch. It is yeah. the most like captain, especially when done well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is certainly done well like I, I feel I can picture Keon now when he's listening to this episode getting angry because I threw him <laughs> under the bus about that but he did say it sorry Keon it, it, you, said you it. know facts are facts America it's <laughs> like when RuPaul says don't blame the edit hey you said it um, but I I don't think he like he doesn't hate Julia Roberts performances but I, he did not like that moment he thought it was over the top but for this he did not say that he said mm. that this was you know Sally Field is she's I think I, I... I don't know if I heard this from you or somewhere else or maybe just an interview or article that I read in the past couple of days about... She says like acting, um, you know, when it is a high intense scene sort of... And she wasn't talking about uh, Steel Magnolias, but it should feel like ripping off a Band-Aid. Mm. Um, it's like if you really want to show those true human sort of reactions to it's like, especially when it comes to something like death or losing a daughter to it, it is an unimaginable pain. Yeah. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to control anything. And I love the points. And you said too, that as far as like a line, it's the, I want to know why, but like the moment when she's looking in that sort of compact Mm. and she's looking at herself in the mirror and she's like, Shelby was right. It does look like, um, a football A brown elf. football helmet, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I pause because I was thinking about even the pre monologue that is that um at the caskets. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that because That's like the first half. It's like the oh, build up with the pre man. Yeah. I think that I lose it or I mean I lose it pretty much almost the entire time during this last scene. I have to really like I know it's coming and I I'm never fully prepared mm, for it. Yeah. But when they show Shirley McLean pulling her tissue up Mm -hmm. um that's when i because it's like she's the quote unquote quote like strong one she doesn't have emotions you know what i mean um but to watch that and then
1: Dolly's tearing up too it, it is just uh it's too much it is and it's like i think from the like the acting performing making movie standpoint like there's something about like here are these like here's this like handful of amazing actresses And it's like, all right, Sally, let's do the scene. You know, like it's like, I would love to be there the day of filming to see like all of them. Because I think, I mean, Sally field obviously has, you know, she can do this. She's great at this, but I still imagine that even for the best actor to go to that place, to go like to that raw, that vulnerable, that ugly, that emotional, that it has to be affected by the people you're in the scene with. And, um, You know, just the scene itself. You know what I mean? Like, there's directors who've like done really intense emotional scenes, or, um, for example, the Last Picture Show. That scene where Sybil Shepherd had to take off her shirt. Like, the director had everyone else. It was just like him and the camera person, and there's no one else there because it was like, okay, let's, you know, let's not make this any more any more difficult than it needs to be. And a lot of times that'll be for sex scenes, but I think. I'd like to believe that that scene in Hereditary was similar of, like, okay, only necessary people are in this scene because it's, like, from my point of view, like, Sally Field is just, like, even though she's performing, even though it's acting, the the way that she's doing this is there's no vanity. It's like we talked about with Monique. There's no vanity and she really rings herself out and she really goes there. And I'm just, I think what fascinates me, because I fully agree that women grieving is fascinating to me. Grief in general (laughs) is fascinating. Yeah. But I think it's like what, because grief is so many emotions and it's so unpredictable and it's so outside of the normal narrative of life that it's, as an emotion itself I'm fascinated by it but as something for an actor to perform it is it is the like golden Las Vegas buffet of acting choices like there's so much you can do because grief is so wild that I I don't know I think if I were an actor I'd be like I can't do this with everybody in the room you know
0: yeah if if anything just to kind of be in that you know uh like the actor's process you know what i mean but i think for this too it's like i need to pretend that this is like the these are the only people i'm talking to right now Mm -hmm. i can't have someone walk walking by with like a clipboard and a cup of starbucks too like i need realism i guess too and like the fact that she i love that stretch of grass that she gets to play on Mm -hmm. i love when she like has that we need to go we're going she's like no no this is not the way it was supposed to happen this is not the. i was supposed to go first i was always prepared to go first that is like that's one of my favorite moments, yeah. too, because it's such a choice. And it's um, besides, you know, obviously just like the crying and screaming and being angry. And uh, what does she say? Like, I can run to it's a specific city and back, but my daughter can't. And um, how is that baby ever going to know the sacrifice? Oh, my God. It is. I, I will say I don't know how she wasn't nominated for this. I am I think that mm-hmm. I I feel good enough to say that. Well, and I've always sort of said it to myself but I've never I don't know if I would be met with 100% agreement with a lot of people cuz there are other people this is not Keon but other people that might think it is a little bit over the top or um you know chewing the scenery too but like I'm I I'm, I'm there with her. I I thought that this I just don't understand. Walk me through it, Colin. Would, I, you, do you, would you agree, or is it you're
1: you're not as yeah? Tell me. Well, no, I mean I agree. I just thought, well, I I couldn't agree more. How did she not not get nominated? But how would I look at who was nominated? Because obviously Julia Roberts was, and and yeah, you know, and that's great. But th- this is everything that Sally Field's doing. I mean, I'm so glad she got a uh, uh, Golden Globe nomination, but. What were the performances that somehow managed? We're going to take a look and see what managed to answer your question. How did she not get nominated? Okay, so the year of the year of nominees, other that that took the spot from Sally Field, include um, Jessica Lang in Music Box, which I haven't heard of, um, Pauline Collins for Shirley Valentine, which I'm not familiar with, Isabel Adjani for Camille Claudel, Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer for the fabulous baker boys and this was the year. Now I'm not I can't speak of these performances were each like that amazing that Sally shouldn't have gotten some recognition. But I'm not surprised the winner because the winner of the Oscar that year for best actress was Jessica Jessica Tandy for driving this Daisy. Ooh, okay. I and I feel that. like that was that was just happening. That was the performance. Yeah. yeah. That um, was the moment culturally that was happening. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I guess to answer the question of how did Sally not get nominated, I I have no idea, um, yeah. but I think she's doing everything that it takes to get nominated. Yeah. You I, know?
0: I'm interested, and maybe this is just another point of conversation here, I would have maybe put her in supporting rather than lead but i get why they would have put her in lead like as far as like the studios mm. we need to separate these two actresses because we would ultimately want both of them to win but um we're gonna put sally up for leading but it's like the i don't favorite. know there's such an yeah. yeah there's such an yeah there's such an even playing field for all these women too and I, i'd be interested to like i haven't dug this far into like how much time, how much screen time each actress actually has. Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, that would be, I, I, uh, I would love to find that. I would like, la- there's some, there's some videos and there's videos of everything on YouTube, but there's this one channel that kind of does a breakdown of, um, I think it's maybe be kind, rewind. Uh, and she Ooh, did this. I, I know that she did this one really great video. It was like, when did Meryl Streep become Meryl? You know, it's yes. A, yes. And so yeah. I think, was that an,
0: it's like another Matreon, or was that one of your most recent episodes of All Right, Mary, that you said that? I think I it was talked like,
1: about it. Maybe you had heard it most recently, but I think it was like an old Matreon, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think it was, uh, it was a Mary catch-up is what it was. That's I'm probably just, what it was. Yeah, yeah wow, it was. It was a
1: good episode, yeah. Yeah. I've been you, pumping do, them out. Yeah, yeah, doing your <laughs> homework. Um, really channeling her, yeah. i um, just... Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm just so obsessed with that. She's really channeling her. Uh, oh, God. It's one of my favorites. I just love that, like, that was something you, like, scooped up from Drag Race. Oh, I loved it. God. Um, and so uh, that channel, Be Kind Rewind, will often do sort of an analysis of, you know, an Oscar winner, particularly a woman, uh, from like 1951 and like why she won and like what the politics or the story was behind Ooh, it. So that is gold. it's yes. great. And so I don't, I would, that would be the kind of channel that I'd hope for this sort of analysis. Yeah. Yeah. Let's send that energy out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess the only thing we would have left is really now that we've talked about Malin, if there's anyone else you can think of who you'd love to see play Malin. Yeah. I love your Alice and Janney. I'm on,
0: I'm on board with that for sure. I mm-hmm. think that uh, um, it's like, I wish I had more time. I know. I know. <laughs> but we have time. It's just, we don't have time right now. Yeah. Because um, I could go on forever too. It's like, I don't even know. know. Like I mean, it, since we mentioned her before, it's like the, the Tony Collette's or like Julianne Moore mm. or... Yeah, I wonder if Reese Witherspoon would be a good Truvy. Oh, maybe. that's an interesting choice.
1: Who did we say for Truvy before?
0: Uh, I don't think we had a Truvy yet. We, we didn't?
1: Were uh, maybe not. I don't did... think so. I don't remember, but I... I know, like roll the tape. I've been wrong before. I know, right? I thought there was one that we said like, oh, she'd be the perfect Truvy, and now I'm blanking. Oh, um well anel would be amy adams amy adams maybe that's what i'm thinking of yeah amy. Think, that's what yeah, it was we, were, we felt good about that one yeah. i guess true it's like well god how would you cast that role i think
0: reese is our closest thing to it yeah honestly. i could get
1: on board with that i could see that yeah. you know what i would hate is if they did some stunt casting and it was taylor swift Oh yeah. Lord, no! Or no. if they did some stunt casting, I w- don't know if I'd be furious with like a Kelly Clarkson. I kind of like Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, okay. I don't know if she's a good actress, but I like her energy. I mean, I love Kelly. Yeah. Love Kelly Do you know what I love of Kelly Clarkson's that I feel like you would appreciate is when she and I was not a big American Idol person, but when mm-hmm. she came back for like the very end of American Idol and she sang that song when she was pregnant and she started crying. Oh,
0: my goodness. Oh,
1: yes. it's. Oh, it's Peace by piece is the name of the song
0: yes! <laughs> like for everyone who's playing along um, because that was released. Strangely enough, like I love Kelly, but I was really into that album. It's like when Keon album or that. Yeah. Album. Mm-hmm. I'll call it yeah. You're not know, crazy. Yeah. Um, when Keon and I first started dating, which was like in 2015. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Um, that was the album that I used to listen to on like the way home from his apartment as I would drive home. So all these ties and the, the actual like track piece by piece on the album is very, it has like a beat behind it. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's very rhythmic. It's not as sort of, it's, it was always meant to sort of be acoustic, I think too. And I think that was when she really, and I remember I was so proud of her. (laughs) I love her so much. I saw her in concert um, on that tour too. And it was transcendent. Oh wow. It was like, one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Wow. I love Kelly. Kelly,
1: well, good. Oh, then then indeed. Then I can stand I firmly it. in Kelly yes. Clarkson in a Steel Magnolias remake. Ooh. Um, now, I, we're here talking about remakes. I sh, I, we would be remiss to not at least name that there was a remake with an all African-American cast in 2012. There was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And the casting there was interesting. So Queen Latifah played Malin. Uh, mm-hmm. which is I'm like, okay, Queen Latifah is the mom, sure. Um uh, oh wow, uh Condola Rashad, who mm-hmm. I saw in that this is so weird. What are all these weird coincidences? That movie or that play A Doll's House Part Two, uh, I saw that when I was on Broadway and she was in it. Uh Condola Rashad. Okay. She was great. I feel like she is a Tony winner, right? I feel like she has a Tony. Um maybe I'll, I know she got nominated. Up. Um yeah. she was great. And then Clary is played by her mother, Felicia Rashad, which is awesome. Yes. And then Weezer is played by Alfre Woodard, which I love. That's yes, great casting. I love that a love lot. Love that. And then Jill Scott as Truvi, which I think is really great. Um, yes. And then Nell is played by Adaparo which who I'm not familiar with her. Um, I'm not familiar with her either. But I think that's everyone on the cast that I'm familiar with or, you know, names names to mention – um, the men are, you know, whatever. There, there's a Sammy, there's a drum, there's a Jackson. Sure, sure, sure. Um, who's this? Tori Kittles played Jackson. Let's see what you look like. Okay. All right. I am mad at you. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was nominated for uh, four Tony Awards, Condola Rashad, which I don't think she's won yet.
1: No, Interesting. She, she was, oh my God, she was so good. Uh, in a Doll's House part two. So now I'm kind of intrigued. Um, yeah. See,
0: oh, sorry. Going back to, um, the, the remake there too. I would love to see, I mean, now it it would be a no brainer to cast Regina King in that because mm-hmm. she's just having a moment now. She's always been around, but like now she has that. She, but, and honestly, you know who the first person I thought of for Anel is um, Anika Noni Rose who played yes. Laurel in Dream Girls. Oh. Um, I feel like there's similar energy there. I think that that could really be like a moment. And she's a Broadway gal too. Yeah. Oh, um, that's interesting
1: to think about doing a if we were casting the steel magnolias remake with the all black cast um yeah yeah i'd probably still keep alfrey woodard as weezer same i think
0: i would i think i like that a Mm -hmm. lot and i don't even mind uh felicia rashad but i don't think i really love queen latifah and from what i saw it's like the clips and it's not even like i'm i'm down for any remake of anything as Mm -hmm. long as it's fantastic and like everyone's committed to and i it was just like there were moments of like I, I couldn't finish it. I, mm. I know it didn't get great reviews either, too. So, um, I yeah. would like to sit down and watch it one day. I'm sure there are moments. There has to be moments in there. Um, yeah. There's, I mean, too mu-
1: there's too much talent in that cast, but um, it's interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, it's like, where's where's the role for Viola Davis? I'm like, where can I just shoehorn her? Oh in, yeah. You know? I mean, well, she'd be a great Clary. I could see her doing that. Um, yeah I yeah i mean i would she, love to see that yeah malin she'd be great as any of them regina king would be great as malin yeah. um i mean speaking of, of past episode subjects i mean bring monique back and have her play true you know
0: yeah yeah. i could see her being so welcoming and inviting i could see her being a great weezer too actually <laughs> yeah honestly that would be great too yeah yeah, yeah. but i love alfrey woodard i love mm. her a lot too so i i do think that's locked in yeah If we were to play, of course, just because it's the Sex and the City game, who do you find yourself relating with the most? Which character are you a hybrid of two or three, or is it just too much to even answer that question? Oh, it's.
1: I think that I would love to see myself as a. I would love to land somewhere between like a Truvy and a Clary.
0: Ooh, I love that combo. I feel like
1: there's a there's a calm wisdom about Clary that I find very like. Um just something I really like. I just I like that she's just like she's got some like foundation to her. I don't know if that if, if I have that, but I'd like it. And then yeah. Truvy is just a good egg. I think she's a good egg. I think she's nice to people. I think she sees the value in being kind and I think she's a hoot and a half. Um I these are this is probably more of who I'd want to be. But I feel like I am I feel like uh it's like yeah, when you order it online, I'm more of a Truvy, and then when it shows up in the mail, I'm probably more of a Malin. <laughs> 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 just cracking eggs and being pissed. Yeah, totally. <laughs> just giving big mom energy. Yeah,
0: I know. I mean, really, I'm just like the lady dancing at the wedding that forgot to wear a girdle. You know. Totally.
1: I'm the lady who made the armadillo cake. Aunt Fern. Yeah, Aunt Fern. Yeah, Aunt Fern. Aunt Fern. Aunt Fern. Aunt Fern. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, I. It's kind of the same with me too. It's like I. I like Weezer. I want to. I, I. do not have the gumption nor the balls that Weezer has. Mm. Um. Um. I. I think that that's a great sort of hybrid too. It's like, I think that from what you picked from both of them is I think I like, like you said, I would want to hang out with, um, Clary the most. And I'd like to think that I would be Clary. I'm just going to like make that decision just so it's something different. But honestly, that's a really great, yeah. I don't want to copy your answer, but that's, that's lovely. No, that's,
1: uh, Um, that's fair. Uh, yeah, 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 Steel Magnolias. I, I feel like I'm gonna track down the play, not that it's hard to find and read it, because I'm I'm curious because yeah. he wrote the movie, how much of this dialogue is the same, how the the how all of this is handled if it's all happening within the the you know, Truvi salon. Um mm-hmm. just like what because you just have actors in a room, like how much more a character like Annell might be given or, you know, Clary might be given that we might not see in a movie that needs to focus on the other characters, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, it's one of my favorite films of all time. It's definitely top 10. Um, I, I love it so much. It's, it's like, it's so heartbreaking. It's like every time it comes on, I get excited and I, mm. but you know how it ends and it's one of those. And sometimes that does stop me. If I know that I'm not ready for that ending, I might just turn it off, like, right as Shelby's leaving. Right. When I, she has that, like, pain. And, or that pain. And
1: she gets, like... And she's she asks the nurse to hand uh-huh. her the bag. Like, I... Yeah, I need to see this because if you're gonna watch it to when she tries to pick up Jack Jr. and falls, you might as well oh. stay and watch the whole damn thing. I know you're just cemented to
0: the chair. Yeah, Ugh.
1: yeah. no. When you said you couldn't handle the ending, I was like, oh, is like the driving to the hospital at the end a little too much for you? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, it's such a weird note to end on. Where I, I, for some reason I thought it was gonna end on everyone like surrounding Annell with her new baby Shelby, but instead it was like, no, they're all they're just going to the hospital. It's gonna be fine. Just trust us yeah. on this one. <laughs> I know I love, oh my God, I
0: do have to say that, like when they show a shot of what um Anel is wearing, my aunt Karen had that same exact look, the same dress, mm-hmm. the same haircut, the same i I like have a picture of it like in one of our like family scrapbooks i it's so spot on, it's, yeah beautiful for some reason Um, i can
1: picture that as if i know who this woman is but i'm like no i know there are pictures uh, of women in the 80s in that in that gown with that hair with that glasses with those glasses looking that pregnant
0: yeah oh of course and uh that whole last picnic is lovely though it's Mm -hmm. like it seems that it's like this sort of you know spring is just like coming out of the cold and into like you know there's a lot of poetic themes there too but Mm -hmm. um everyone's sort of moved on so to speak in the best way that they can and right i do love when jack jr slaps weezer because right clary that's probably i would still do that i would just be like it's just to get like it's such a fun thing because right. he, i she didn't know that that was actually gonna happen mm-hmm. but he does like slap her it's great yeah
1: yeah no it's it's a it's a great kind of like capper of like life going on is like that yeah that rivalry will still go on and you know even like malin says you know this is life goes on like this is how it's supposed to be and yeah and so i, I kind of like the ending being sort of in the middle of the next chapter happening of anel having the baby yeah. i like yeah. that we're in the middle of life going on and we
0: start and end with anel if we're looking at through that like mm. sort of lens of she is this Not even the lead character, but like almost like the protagonist in this journey, even though
1: they're all sort of protagonists in a way. Um, Oh, the book ends of here's a woman who's arrived alone in the town as one person. And in the end, she's got like she's being taken by friends and, you know, family, really, you know, to the hospital, pregnant, a whole new woman. I think that's that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. Oh, Steel, oh, Magnolias. Steel Magnolias, yeah! Wow, what a, <laughs> wow, what a journey! Um, uh, I love that we have managed to have a full length episode on just the one movie. You know, usually we're talking about like you know, yeah, so many performances, but we've. Uh, we have taken a, a a meaningful traipse through the garden.
0: Yes, I think that um, it's a lovely pre-birthday gift. But your birthday's coming up,
1: Mr. Colin Mine Rucker. is. I know, and well, Ooh. you know, and and what's exciting about that is, indeed, we will be celebrating. In fact, we our our birthdays are what five days apart. Yeah, I guess so. You're the thirty first, thirty first, and so January, and then only a few days after that are the Oscars. I know, and so I think the only way we knew how to celebrate. Was for me and John to come to Pittsburgh for Oscars weekend, uh, for an it's Oscars birthday be weekend. A blast! So it's <laughs> gonna be. I. It's not enough days. I'm so. excited. I know. It's
0: like it's only a weekend, but I want it to be a, a full week. Of I know. Just, uh... so much to talk about of course and it'll be so fun to like go through our little like awards night with Mm -hmm. you and it's it one of the bummer is a bummer is is that Keon is going to be away for the weekend yeah um which is sad but um pittsburgh is not too far away and neither is new york maybe we'll come and see you both next yeah
1: yeah i mean Um, i love the idea of like because i have a friend who lives in um new hampshire and so it's like a five-hour bus ride or a quick flight but it's like oh but Cheap, easy, not a big yes. commitment. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll come to Pittsburgh for the weekend. No big deal. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're just initiating so it's a tradition. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be so lovely. It's it going to really be is. so fun. It's going to be so fun. And so, we're going to get to watch the Oscars together. We're going to get to queen out in, in Pittsburgh together. We might have to record yes. something, just some sort of here's us live for 20 minutes. Yes. And we'll yes. stick it in another the episode. The BSAs of Pittsburgh. The BSAs yeah, exactly. of Pittsburgh. Yes. I'm like, what do you think? <laughs> Oh, it's be so great. Um, yeah i can't wait so that is happening mm-hmm. um and and in terms of uh, birthday celebrations i think it's just a determination of when we talk about beatrice Strait and network i know it's it's
0: i'll give that gift to you you decide mm. maybe it's the week after next or whenever you like yeah
1: that would be i mean uh yeah. that is a it's gonna be a good one yeah,
0: yeah, and that's little to no prep because it's just that one scene. It's really, it's, it's so it's easy. Really, a dream. you yeah. really and, don't, and, don't need to so watch much the rest. to unpack. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that'll
1: be a beat by beat episode. Oh, yeah, and and if and if y'all can't wait, there's. I already did a version of that on in the details. Yeah, um, but more than happy to do a beat by beat revisit of network. Yes, repeat. Yeah, read. Rebeccita
0: was trying to make I was trying to make something happen there Rebeat
1: Rebeat Rebeat Tris
0: <laughs> Anyways I love it. Um, um so I don't think we did a BSA of the Week on the last Shit's Creek episode, so maybe we just wrap I think, it
1: up. Yeah, I think yeah. we can. I mean, we we do get played off. We get we do get played. We're off. We're being played I, off. I feel, yes, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there just it is. as we said it, oh, it's like they know. It's like they knew. It's like I edited it in in GarageBand later. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. So, um, so this has been a real, pl- a real pleasure. This has been a real, a real, a real pretzel. This has been a real pleasure. <laughs> where, where could uh, folks share their thoughts and opinions and feelings with you, with us, with anybody? Uh, regarding yeah, we'll anything, we'll start
0: with we'll start with the podcast. If anyone has any thoughts on Steel Magnolias. Um, or any of the amazing performances we just talked about, you can always tweet us at BSA Pod or send us an email to thebsapod at gmail.com. Um, send us your thoughts. We, lo- I mean, I could talk about Steel Magnolias for days. So uh, if you want to share thoughts with myself personally, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Kochenov. How
1: about you, Colin? Well, you can, of course, as I mentioned earlier, you can find me on In the Details, a celebration of nuance. And as I said, if you want to get some real BSA energy into your life early, pretty much every episode, but the Gay for Beatrice straight one is uh, specific. Um, you could also find me on All Right Mary, talking about drag race and drag competition reality shows, with Drag Race season 12 coming. We're, we are, well, we're always putting out episodes, but we're going to talk talking about then, that soon. And yeah. um, you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And I think that's everything. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like enough. Um, yes. Well, it has been a jam packed, glorious exploration of a yes. movie just overgrown with best supporting actresses yeah
0: it's really been lovely I'm, been... I'm so glad we got to do it mm. happy birthday to me happy birthday almost birthday to you yeah
1: yeah and uh a big thanks to olympia dukakis and daryl mcclain sally field julia roberts and
0: um aunt fern aunt and uh, fern. i guess we got i guess we got some uh, got some juice to drink we should go right yeah
1: we should go we should go before <laughs> i mess my hair up yeah don't talk about us like we're not in the room <laughs>